and if the government is not going to do something if you have enough intelligent people they will create a way to do it Welcome to the Think India series of audio and video podcast by Brand Capital International. This is the place where you're going to see top insiders, entrepreneurs and innovators who are going to come and share with us their secrets on how to build a company ground up and take it global. All coming from the hub of innovation, the Silicon Valley. Hi Welcome to our Think India series video and audio podcast and I have Kavita Gupta the former founding managing partner of Consensys Ventures an investment firm dedicated to investing in blockchain technologies Kavita welcome to our podcast Thank you thank you so much for having me I was just looking at all that I was given <laughs> the background about you I think it would be great if you can just tell us a little bit about what you have been doing and your interest in the blockchain technology Yeah. I would love to see the background material you got about me. <laughs> I would start by saying I'm not that old though. Okay. So <laughs> No, I started my career with World Bank. I have seen McKinsey very early on. Started emerging market investments very early. So I was very fortunate to be part of Mpesa in 2006 and 7 in Kenya. I spent a lot of time in Africa investing in early stage technologies from World Bank and IFC and then Middle East. I lived in like over 28 countries during mm. that time what taught me is that any time when there is a need and there is a problem and if the government is not going to do something if you have enough smart and born mm. intelligent people mm. they will create a way to do it so that opened up the mindset very early on that how to invest and that over time move towards what is the next level solution in fintech using ai using sophisticated technology which landed me to blockchain and crypto a couple of years back mm-hmm. people have been interested in crypto for how the value system going to work my introduction to blockchain and crypto was actually from identity perspective mm-hmm. i came across a company which was talking about how when you move you should have the same identity with you mm-hmm. like your birth record or your passport should be digitalized and approved by all the countries in the world so that you really don't need a paper with mm-hmm. you and uh, how decentralized system like blockchain can do it and that's what's got me interested and then when i joined consensus i started the investment fund and have been investing for like over 2 years mm-hmm. uh, all over the world with 24 companies and portfolios started their accelerator we started the consensus india office too. oh i see okay and when was that 2017 is when we started consensus okay, so india i have to ha- ask you this question because you talked about crypto you know that the reserve bank of india has currently put a stop on it What's your view on it from a perspective of is it because the Reserve Bank of India wants to bring in certain laws so it's managed correctly is it a managing issue or is it that they just don't want to do it because I cannot believe that they just don't want to do it There was a wave uh, around 2018 mid when there was a big price changes from $20,000 in bitcoin prices in december to $6,200 in yes. february yes a lot of governments started feeling like they're going to lose control over their monetary policy i think it's the fear of change it's the fear of losing control and i'm not just calling about india at this point i'm saying singapore did the same china did the same australia did the same everybody just came together and said what's going on they don't right. understand the technology right. we don't want to trust young people to make us understand the technology and monetary power or monetary capacity of every country has been a bargaining chip 
with us always saying if you look at the last 100 years any time a country's economy go down whether it was zimbabwe whether it was argentina last year pakistan what yeah. happened you always say the word dollarization of the economy Correct. that's the standard economic term oh your country not working just take the dollar everything is pegged to the dollar i mean that's the reality and all your middle east uh, countries all their currencies are pegged to the us dollar and that just became a natural substitute because that was the most stable one mm-hmm. and they just start feeling like oh if us go down we are anyways down mm-hmm. which in 2008 and 9 in mortgage backed security crisis we all realized that us is not that almighty or dollar is not that almighty in fact us dollars melted down so many emerging economy change in that policy and having that people's movement to be accepted mm-hmm. by a regulated uh, system is going to take time so i'm really hoping that uh, rbi and is going to work in understanding what in moderation going to work and what's not going to work so you said you worked with niti io people know you in the system do you believe that you would be able to give them a view why crypto should be there i feel that there's this huge buzz around blockchain technology but people equal to cryptocurrency which is unfortunate because they are two separate things have you made efforts within the powers that be to talk about the benefits of the blockchain technology per se yeah i think the current government is very smart in that way we had a lot of conversations to say blockchain is a technology mm-hmm. and crypto is one of the incentive based mechanism my understanding is most of the top technology government do understand it so you're saying the bureaucrats do understand it niti aayog was very smart in using blockchain technology for land titling systems for supply chain system so they have been smartly doing the different pilot projects but i think when it comes to a mass like my parents they still think cryptocurrency is blockchain uh, absolutely yeah absolutely so there's a lot of work needs to be done to ensure that the right messaging is put out at least in a market like uh, india so let me tell you this this particular podcast which and the video cast that we're doing we call it think india when i say think india what is the first thing that come to your mind <laughs> from the investment perspective my returns are higher in india today than silicon valley <laughs> is it yes it okay, is okay interesting and the innovation happening in india it's really really strong already some of the top investment funds from sequoia to lightspeed to and recent have gone there and not just to basically have one or two partners out there but creating a whole ecosystem entrepreneurs really know their way they are serial entrepreneurs in india 12 years back if somebody would come and say i'm a serial entrepreneur in india you would always assume their first company was in us india is going through a big development in private sector because of the entrepreneurial startup community why is it that we still don't have a truly global company why is it that companies from the united states are able to create global platforms for a couple of reasons first of all yes it's emerging but it's emerging you are comparing a 15 year old startup ecosystem or 10 year old startup ecosystem with probably 60 year old startup ecosystem that's one secondly you do have products which are going to china like paytm has just partnered with alipay and started using their product but also most of the early companies which became very successful were the copy paste of the ideas coming from silicon valley mm. they were not the original solutions that the replica does not exist here so yes let's bring it back here do you believe that there's a shortage of talent you have like you said great entrepreneurs who've got great ideas the challenge is sometimes 
the founders need to step back mm-hmm. and get the right talent to take the company from where it is to the next level. the feedback i have is that sometimes that's a challenge when you're talking to indian entrepreneurs in the product space yes what is the culture when you have to go and hire your cpo which is not the found founding cpo somebody who's going to scale your company from series b to series d most of the time you hire people who have worked in such sort of scale yeah, i'll go to a director at facebook or a vp at google and hire that person and then ask that person to now scale my company that differential doesn't exist in india that delta doesn't exist in india so you have to come back to silicon valley and look one of the indians who have done that role and convince them to move his or her family back to Got india it. now so before we conclude since mm-hmm. we are short on time my my question to you uh this is going to be seen by entrepreneurs back home as well as a few people who talk to us as part of brand capital looking at india as a potential market what's the one message that you'd like to send them don't think if you're building a company which is for india you always have to look at silicon valley or israel for ideas or like what to copy paste or how to just customize the existing one but at the same time when you're thinking about talent and scalability don't think about not looking at the silicon valley either thanks a lot for being on the show kavita i really appreciate your time thank you so much for having me yeah. thank you